Money FM 89.3, the best of prime time. In the spotlight on Money FM 89.3. Now, the past two years, they've been uniquely challenging, right? And as we start looking ahead to the rest of this year, it would be a good time to re-evaluate our office spaces and business practices, set a path perhaps to a more sustainable future, even as work patterns change. Mm -hmm. JEB Group, developer and designer of acoustic partitions and furniture solutions, launched its new sustainable showroom in Singapore, featuring a selection of in-house furniture pieces as well as those of their global partners, along with acoustic partitions for private viewing. Oh, this will be very useful. <laughs> what are you privately viewing <laughs> at the office? So we'll find out. Uh, for businesses and organizations, no matter how big or small, I'm sure some of these solutions would help you out. Tashendran Amarakaran, Head of Sustainable Office Solutions at JEB Group, joins us now. Hi, Tashendran. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Okay, so aside from energy-saving lights, what are we talking about here? Right. I present is um, Sustainable Office Solutions, as you've mentioned, um, SOS for short. So just to give a bit of background information into the uh, issue that we're looking to address, um, in 2021, Singapore alone clocked about 1.13 million tonnes of construction waste, mm. and about 40% of global greenhouse gas emissions can be attributed to commercial buildings. Mm-hmm. And the problem that SOS looks to address is there is a previously unaddressed source of released carbon, which is uh, your office furniture and other assets in the built environment. So things like your lighting, your IT equipment, so on and so forth. And these are commonly uh, featured in a very linear fashion, right? You buy them at the start of life, you use them throughout their life, and when you're done with them, they're disposed of mm-hmm. um, with every renovation or uh, reinstatement cycle. And studies have shown that a circular economy approach for these assets, especially furniture, uh, can reduce usage of virgin raw materials by about 28% and reduce greenhouse gas emissions up to 74%. So, so what SOS looks to address is to provide our clients with solutions to redistribute furniture and other assets at the end of life instead of disposal. So what are some of these uh, solutions you're talking about, Tashendran, when it comes to an office chair that is not sitable anymore? How can we repurpose something as simple as that? Taking the example of the office chair, right? Um, there's a number of channels by which we look to offer redistribution solutions to our clients. Uh, first and foremost, we, we first quantify the amount of inventory we're talking about, mm-hmm. the types of inventory, how many different types of chairs, um, the condition of, so we do basic function checks for our clients and quantify the function of each individual chair. And at that point, we then identify appropriate channels for reuse. So first and foremost is we work with businesses to find areas of internal reuse. Uh, this can look like a number of things. Uh, for example, we will try and reuse these items within a satellite business of theirs. We will try and organize uh, staff take-home programs for their staff members, where staff members can select items mm. that the company no longer wants. And we manage the entire process for them. Secondarily, we will also then put these items out to what we call the community donation program. So we work with a wide network of charities and NGOs uh, in all the countries that we're incorporated in. And we try and match uh, what they require for their charitable purposes. And whenever we've got an item that's no longer wanted, we kind of match supply and demand Mm. and provide them these items as a donation. Um, Do you ever deconstruct and then reconstruct? 
Uh, yes, all the time. Uh, ah, so okay. we part of the process we offer is dismantling the items, removing them from site, and then reassembling them wherever else they end up at. Or reassemble um, them in some other form. You know, so for example, if you can reuse the wood but not the cupboard, is mm-hmm. that something that you work on as well? Absolutely. So that's the uh, third aspect of the program, which we call the repurpose and recycle program. Mm. So what we do is we then where items in descending order, we like to ultimately use the item exactly the way it is. It gives our clients the highest form of carbon savings. Where we cannot do that, uh, what we try to do is find secondary purposes for uh, items that are no longer wanted. Uh, to put an example out there, what we've done previously is we've cut tabletops out of large boardroom tables that are no longer wanted. Mm. And so that, that large boardroom table now exists just in the form of several workstation tops. Okay, uh, Tashendran, one of the things, I mean, after listening to you mention all the things that can be done to repurpose and give a second life to all these things, one of the things, though, that is challenging for many in the office, when you want to get rid of, I don't know, 20 chairs or 20 tables, you want to get rid of it now. You need to make space. So uh, does this delay this process? Though? Wouldn't it be easier to just, you know, dispose of these things? Right. Um, it is uh, the easier option to dispose of them. However, uh, what we what we work throughout our process is we don't stand alone. We have mm. a network of vendors and other partners that support us as well as capacity of our own. Mm-hmm. And we are very, very uh, nimble, if I may, um, in terms of how we optimize that capacity in order okay. to continue taking on items so that we can respond very, very quickly to clients that are looking to just have these assets be removed, but wouldn't mind considering an option so where these items could be repurposed instead. Your clients then would have to think in advance uh, to, to use your services, for example, because, you know, when, when construction is happening and we want to get rid of things, we have to know that you're available to take this on. Yes. So what we like to, uh, when we engage with businesses in Singapore, what we uh, often reiterate is we can um, respond on a minute's notice. Mm-hmm. However, if they would like to get the maximum impact out of the program that we're offering for them, then we would request that more advanced notice, more advanced okay. planning be involved mm-hmm. in this. And it, it then helps the circular process because it's, it's part of the planning process. There's right. already a, a mindset of we'd like a circular outcome for these items instead of disposal. Mm. You've talked about extending the life cycle of the furniture, but what about looking into the manufacturing process and the materials used in the first place? So we aren't quite furniture uh, providers ourselves in that sense. Mm. Uh, what we do is we deal with assets that have already been manufactured and already installed. Right. Our our sister businesses, if you would, uh, do definitely look into processes like these where, uh, for example, Jeb Furniture Solutions mm-hmm. uh, looks into partnering with vendors throughout Europe and Asia that have a very sustainability-focused uh, production process, both in terms of materiality and the production process itself. And that's, however, half the, uh, half the equation, if you would, because mm-hmm. it's one thing to buy a sustainably produced product, which obviously is a good thing. However, it doesn't address the problem holistically if at point of disposal the item nevertheless is disposed of. Yeah, you've got to look at the entire value chain as in all cases, yeah? Correct. Here's the thing, Tushendran, a lot of businesses might be wondering how much is all of this going to set me Mm -hmm. back in terms of costs? (laughs) Could you expand on that for us? Certainly. So that is a common question um, that we get faced with and because we are a rather niche uh, service provider, 
businesses in general are a bit hesitant, uh, not so much due to the magnitude of our cost, but due to the new nature of the service. Um, in terms of how we price up, uh, what we like to engage with our clients a lot about is that disposal, nevertheless, is a cost. And our cost for coming, assessing the items, collecting, dismantling and collecting the items from site, and then managing the entire onward redistribution process in order to not dispose these items as best we can, as well as the reporting that we do at the end of the project life cycle, where we tell our clients the embodied carbon emissions they've saved, the tonnage that we've diverted from landfill, as well as any community impact they may have gained through our community donation process. Our cost for doing all of that is actually one that is very, very competitive against the conventional disposal process. So you still have to convince uh, these businesses, though, to to be sustainable enough to, to pay for your services uh, when you're disposing of these things, uh, as opposed so to just disposing it the normal way and, you know, forget about it. Correct. So there is a bit of a uphill climb here in terms of the paradigm shift. Mm. Uh, however, it's not so much a convincing process, I would say, as well, as much as uh, making them aware of mm. what's available for roughly the same cost, mm. if you get what I mean. You've got to make a business case for it, don't you? Correct. Correct. Here's the thing to Shendran. Earlier, Tim and I mentioned acoustic partitions for private viewing. <laughs> Can you explain what these are in the office context? Right. Just so curious got, about this. Yeah. yeah. So our sister business, Jet Partitions, um, has oh. a variety of acoustic partitions for office use. And these are glazed partitions. Um, so the, the glazed partitions that come with acoustic seals on them so that when you close a door in a meeting room, for example, people outside can't hear you. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, we offer a variety of different types of partitions based on the built environment and whether you want a swinging door, whether you want a sliding door. And we also offer uh, partitions that have uh, what we call switchable glass. So it's glass that can turn opaque at the flick of a switch. Mm. I I guess all of these aesthetic issues would come up as well in the offices of today because a lot of people are moving towards hybrid work and so on. And they also want to be COVID safe. So Mm -hmm. if there ever is another pandemic, you design your office differently. Uh, To what extent have you found this to be in greater demand these days? Um, Very much so, in fact. Uh, So what we found is, um, to to extend uh, the point you were making, is we found that the nature of work itself has changed since the pandemic um, started and now that we're all gradually returning back to work. Mm -hmm. Um, And as such, the process of planning the workspace is also altering, right? Where hybrid working is now no longer a new term to any of us. And office spaces are planning their spaces accordingly in order to optimize the amount of utilization they can get out of an existing footprint. So the, the conventional ideology of if I go to work, I have a desk, I have my chair, I have my storage and all that is, is gradually shifting to a point where things become a bit more lean, which frees up available space in the office for other functions like collaborative functions like meeting rooms or right. uh, breakout spaces and whatnot. Um, and as such, we're seeing a large churn in terms of furniture items that are both being procured as well as being disposed. Our hope is to kind of mitigate the impact, almost blunt the tip of the spear, if you would, on the items that are being disposed by reintroducing perfectly good assets into a secondary function. That sounds good. And hopefully, uh, you know, the change of mindset that you were talking about will take place uh, with many of the businesses. Thanks for joining us, uh, Tashendran. Tashendran Amarakaran is the head of sustainable office solutions at JEB Group. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. 
Available on Google Play or the App Store.